Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Super Delicious Cereal presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. And today, his nemesis, the deadly kryptonite, has again loosed its power against him. We'll learn the outcome in a moment. But right now, let's stand by for a word from our good friend, Dan McCullough. You know, uh, older folks often think that they have a corner on reminiscences. You know, thinking back and remembering all the fun they've had. But I know a lot of fellows and girls who are reminiscing these days when they go over their collection of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet. Because every single one of these funny paper characters looks a doggone lifelike that, well, you keep chuckling over the things that they've done in the comic strips. Like the way... Smitty's always trying to get out of doing his work at the office. Or Lillum's wearing those old-fashioned dresses and shoes. And, of course, there are the many times Superman has saved people from danger and captured criminals. Yes, sir, every single one of these 18 comic buttons has a real story to tell. They're all mighty worthwhile, too. And they're so easy to get. You don't send it any money, not even a box stop. Fact is, you can't buy these comic buttons anywhere. They come only as exclusive prizes in packages of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. So how about asking Mom to get you a package or two of Pep so that you can add another comic button to your collection? That's P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. Aware that a powerful racketeer known as the Laffer had purchased one of the two stolen pieces of kryptonite, a strange green-glowing element which robbed Superman of his great strength, serious Mr. Jones, leader of an international confidence ring, told the Laffer that with the kryptonite, he could destroy the Man of Steel, even though all others had failed. That day, a letter for Clark Kent was delivered to the Daily Planet, and unaware that it contained a tiny fragment of kryptonite, Jimmy Olsen put it in his pocket and met Kent at the Metropolis Bridge, from where they were to proceed in Kent's car to a Christmas Day dinner at the home of editor Perry White. As they started across the bridge, however, Kent collapsed at the wheel, and his car crashed through the rails and plunged into the river. As we continue now, Kent, who was hurled through a window, has regained consciousness and can see his car with Jimmy trapped in the front seat, sinking through the green depths below him. Swiftly, he resumes his identity of Superman, then freezes, horrified, as he realizes he cannot come within ten feet of Jimmy without again succumbing to the effect of the green, glowing kryptonite in the boy reporter's pocket. Listen. What'll I do? Got to save Jim, but I can't get close to him. Oh, he'll be drowned. I must save him somehow. Wait a minute. Car's rear bumper is about ten feet from him. Down to a stone! Now, if only the bumper will hold the weight of the car... It must. It's my only chance. Out part of the river. Huh? There. So far, so good. Now I can tip the car a little. Fill the water out of the window like that. There. Now we'll go to... Ah, police launch is coming this way. 
Down to the deck. Down. Uh, what the? What's this? Quick, Captain. There's a boy in the back of the car. What? Play Superman. Get him out, please. Give him artificial respiration. For heaven's sake, hurry. All right, Superman. Sergeant Morris, give me a hand. Here. Yes, Uh-oh. How is he? Can't tell yet. Come on, get him out, Sergeant. All right. Alive, isn't he, Captain? Yeah. Yeah, he's alive. Oh, thank heaven. Yeah, but he's in bad shape. Got to get the water out of him. Right. Take his coat off. Okay. That's it. I'll just throw it over there. All right, now stand by with that full motor while I apply artificial respiration. Okay, Superman. Are you ready? One. Two. One. Two. One. Anxiously, Superman works over the limp body of Jimmy Olsen as the police crew stands by. Long, tense minutes go by before the boy reporter revives and is carried to a bunk in the cabin below where, suffering from exposure and shock, he falls into a deep sleep. Two hours later, he awakens, and his eyes dimly make out the tall figure in the blue costume and red cape standing across the cabin. Superman. Hello, Jim. How do you feel? Oh, I'm okay, but where am I? What are you doing here? You're on a police patrol watch. What? Oh, oh. I brought you here. You and Clark Kent had a little accident on the Metropolis Bridge, do you remember? We did? Keepers, I remember. Something happened to Mr. Kent. Right. He crashed through the guardrail and... Took a ducking in the river. You're all right now. Mr. Kent, what about him? Well, he... He's all right, too. He is? Uh-huh. Boy, that's wonderful. Say, why are you standing so far away from me? It's because of that letter on the table beside you. A letter? I don't get it. The letter addressed to Clark Kent. It has a tiny fragment of kryptonite in it. No kidding. Where did you get the letter, Jim? Oh, messenger brought it to the Daily Planet today for Mr. Kent. Did you see the messenger? No, Beanie Martin said it was some kid. I can't believe it. Listen, are you sure this hunk of stuff in here is kryptonite? You bet I am. That's why I'm standing over here. If I come within ten feet of it, I lose all my strength. Gosh, imagine that. Who sent it and why? That's what I want to know. Open the letter, will you? Open it. That's right. But, but the letter is addressed to Mr. Kent. Yes, I know, but the kryptonite must be intended for me. Go ahead, open the letter, Jim. I'll take all responsibility with Kent. Okay, if you say so. Gosh, look how this piece of kryptonite glows. Ow! Burn my hand. Uh-oh, I meant to warn you. I'm sorry. Pick it up quickly and throw it through the porthole. Okay. There she goes. Ah, oh, thanks. You're welcome. Now I can come closer to you. Let me read the letter, will you please? Okay, here. Thanks. A little hard to make out. The water made some of the ink run. All right. See now, dear Mr. Kent, I understand that you and some of your colleagues, that means fellow workers. Yeah, I know. The colleagues on the Daily Planet have contact with Superman. Please show him the enclosed particle and tell him if he is interested in securing the rest of it to insert an advertisement in the personal column of tomorrow's planet instructing me how to contact him in confidence. Well, I'll be... Gosh, is it signed? Just the initial J. What do, what do you suppose that stands for? Mr. Jones, of course. Mr. Jones? Uh-huh. Oh, isn't he the guy Mr. Kent and the police are looking for, the boss of the Crescent and Star Gang? That's right. Apparently, Jones wants to contact me. Well, this is very interesting. I wouldn't call it interesting. Hmm. Guys like Mr. Jones and the Laugher and the Vulture want to see you. They mean trouble. No doubt about it. Well, I've got to contact Jones. That's my only chance to recover the kryptonite before something terrible happens. Look, Jim, I, uh, I'll see Kent and arrange about the ad. You keep all this under your hat, understand? Oh, sure. I won't breathe a word. Good boy. Keepers, I'm scared. Well, don't be. Just take care of yourself. Oh, thanks again for pulling me out of the drink. And Not at all. Watch your step with Mr. Jones. I will, Jim. So long. So long, Superman. Well, I wonder what Jones is up to. He threatened to destroy me, but he knows I won't walk into a trap with my eyes open. 
I can't figure this out at all. Deeply puzzled, Superman stands for a moment outside Jimmy's cabin door on the police launch, preparing himself to meet Mr. Jones' threat. Why did Jones send the note? We'll return in a moment to learn more about it. But first, here again is your announcer. You know, gang, New Year's Eve is a time when you take stock of the past year and make plans for the new year. And while you're about it, it's a good time to take stock of your collection of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pep and make plans for getting more. Because you don't want to miss out on the fun all the fellows and girls are having with these bright-colored buttons. And you want to be right in there pitching when they're swapping duplicates. And I bet you'd kind of like to have collected more buttons than the rest of the gang, too. You know, these white enamel buttons really show up when you wear them pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. The brilliant red, blue, and black pictures of your favorite comic strip characters stand out like anything. Now, there are 18 different comic buttons in this series. So remind Mom to get you some more of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pet. Because that's the only way you can get these nifty comic buttons. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box top. Actually, you can't even buy them anywhere. They come only as exclusive prizes in packages of Kellogg's Pep. So, hop to a gang, ask Mom for P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. While Superman was preparing to insert an advertisement in the Daily Planet in response to Mr. Jones' request, Jones himself, in his hideout above a Turkish rug shop in the foreign section of Metropolis, has just completed an important phone call. Now his cold blue eyes gleaming behind his glasses and his thin scholarly face showing a trace of a cruel smile, he picks up his silver and crystal atomizer and carefully sprays his throat. His companion, the huge gangster racketeer known as the Laffer, regards him impatiently. This is one of the first times I've ever seen you smile, Jones. That phone call must have been good news. It certainly was, Lapa. Well, what was it? Oh, stop that ridiculous spraying. Why'd you do it? <coughs> yeah, that's better. <clears throat> because germs often adhere to a telephone. That's... What was the call? It was from a gentleman named Bush. Who's he? The chemist who dissolved the piece of kryptonite for my late partner, Sidney, and injected it into the Atoman. What? How'd you find him? It was a simple matter of elimination for my agent. My files show a list of chemists who are available for, uh, uh, shall we say, extra-legal affairs. Listen, Jones, I've been thinking. If this guy Bush can dissolve the kryptonite, why don't we let him dissolve it all and create another Ataman? It isn't that simple. We need the Ataman's electronic throat converter and gloves, which the FBI have. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. And besides, the Ataman couldn't destroy Superman. We must destroy him. Are you sure you can finish him? With your piece of kryptonite and a certain other substance which my assistant has received, we can't fail. Have you made all the necessary arrangements on Mount George? Everything's all set. As soon as you've got the man in the blue costume and red cape, my boys will take over the whole works in the mountain. Good. If all goes well, he'll be in our hands tomorrow evening. Our scheme is foolproof. Daring, if you like, but foolproof. Won't have a chance. I wish I could be that sure. You think we put an ad in the Daily Planet like you told them to in the note? <laughs> ah, yes, he'll put in the ad all right. And then, despite his X-ray vision, he'll walk into our trap and never suspect he's in it until it's too late. You hope. I know. 
Take my word for it, Lassa. Tomorrow night, in Project 3 on Mount George, Superman will finally perish. Tomorrow night, in Project 3 on Mount George, Superman will perish. So says Mr. Jones, head of the greatest confidence ring the world has ever known. Superman, he says, will walk open-eyed into a deadly trap and not realize he's done so until it's too late to save himself. Is Mr. Jones right? Does he really possess a means of destruction more terrible than the late atomic monster? What is Project 3 on Mount George? In Wednesday's episode, Mr. Jones, the cunning spider, weaves a deadly web for Superman, and the Man of Steel does walk into it. There's thrilling action and suspense ahead, fellows and girls, so don't fail to tune in Wednesday, same time, same station, for the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday. Same time, same station by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman D.C. publications. Say there, gang, have you heard? Kellogg's Variety is back. That's the grand ten-package assortment of six famous Kellogg cereals that makes breakfast so much fun. Why, it's like eating in a restaurant where you can choose from a whole list of your favorite cereals, each one in your own private package. And Mom's sure to be glad Kellogg's Variety is back. Show her how you can eat right out of the swell new Kell Bowl Pack. She'll like not having to wash dishes. So ask her to hurry and get Kellogg's Variety right away. And be sure to be with us Wednesday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.